1: One podcast at a time. Who is the Slender Man? Coming to the Fearscape Media Network, FSMN's first ever mega October network crossover event, The Slender Man. Featuring three of your favorite network podcasts covering the Slenderman in all his slender glory. On October 1st, you'll hear Ghosts in the Attic, Bodies in the Basement, covering the Slenderman stabbing, where two 12-year-old girls lured their friend into a forest and stabbed her 19 times in a tent to become proxies of the fictional character, the Slenderman. On October 6th, Fearscape Paranormal Podcasts will be covering the legend, lore, and creepypasta of the Slender Man. And finally, on October 12th, join the Misters of the Dark as they cover the 2018 horror film Slender Man. Just in time for the Halloween season. Go to FearscapeMedia.com. Or wherever you stream your favorite Fearscape Media Network podcasts. Happy Halloween!
2: Thank you for tuning in to Fearscape Paranormal Podcast. We are on a journey to understand and to discover the phenomena that seems to exist all around the globe. We invite you to join us on this journey into the unknown.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, to another special episode of Fearscape Paranormal Podcast here on the Fearscape Media Network. That's right, we are in part Of Slender Man Part of the Mega October Network Crossover event here at the Fearscape Media Network I am Stefan and I am your host for the evening And I am joined by my Not Slender Man (laughs) co-host Josh Rutledge Sir, I I would refer to you as Jello Man Well,
2: uh, thank you Maybe, I was going to say Robust Man, maybe but
3: Uh, No, I like the way you jiggle when you talk
2: well, thank you. I I guess it's funny how Santa Claus is always described as having, you know, uh, and, and his belly jiggle like a bowl full of jello, right? So
3: yeah, jelly, jelly. Okay, it's different. Jelly moves Jell- differently than jello. Isn't it made the same way? I don't know. Do I look like I'm a canner? Do I look? <laughs> do I look like I got j- mason jars in my basement that don't have so, body parts in them? Isn't there a lot of, of like canneries in Ohio? sure actually when i was a kid uh my basement had this door and we were like where does this door go my brother told me that the frankenstein monster was in there and never opened the door so i was always scared that frankenstein's monster was going to get me and uh and it went to underneath my porch because you know this house was built in the early 1900s and uh, finally one day my sister and i said screw it and we opened the door and it was just like a small little storage area and there were, they were like old mason jars (laughs) canned from whoever at some point lived there and never got rid of them and you know, I never knew however long it was there or whatever, but yeah, there was a ton of old like canned tomatoes and all kinds of stuff in there and my brother was like, those are brains!
2: I would like to thank you for saying Frankenstein's monster. Well, it's because that's what it is. I know, but I hear so many people
3: talk about. I'm going to dress up
2: as Frankenstein. Yeah.
3: Well, I host a horror podcast and I, my co-host Lance would murder me if I'd done it wrong. there's that anyways uh we're gonna be talking about slender man tonight as part of the mega october crossover event uh if you haven't yet last week premiered part one of the slender man trilogy here with ghosts in the attic bodies in the basement they are uh they covered the slender man attempted murder case um which two teenage girls took their teenage friend out to the woods and then stabbed her like 19 or 37 times or whatever and like tried to say that slender man made them do it and that they were trying to appeal to slender man and i believe that the second girl the the main girl in the bunch just real recently uh, got released from prison um, yeah. over this because this happened a while back. But yeah, so they're going to be covering the true crime aspect there about the attempted murder. Uh, and then next week, you can join myself and Lance Wayne, the man with no name on Mistress of the Dark, where we're going to be covering the 2018 horror film Slenderman. Uh, not Beware the Slenderman, which is the one about the murders, but just a horror movie um, about Slenderman. So we're going to be covering that. So do not miss any of these. All of these can be found at fearscapemedia.com, or just wherever you stream you know look up ghosts in the attic bodies in the basement or mysteries of the dark uh or of course you're here at fearscape so
2: or also if you follow us on youtube we, there's a special playlist that, that'll have all of them there
3: oh so. that's right that's right there will there'll be a special playlist for the mega october network crossover event slender man not to be confused with jello man
2: yeah well jello man just doesn't sound very scary <laughs>
3: no but he's like well, a blob you should yeah, be scared though as i was say
2: the, that movie of the blob or that movie about the white stuff it wasn't like it was called the Whoa, stuff.
3: that's a porn oh the, no, stuff. the stuff yes yeah. yes the stuff is a weird movie man yeah a really weird movie um <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways yeah <laughs> speaking of weird um no so make sure you guys if you haven't yet Make sure you're out there liking, sharing. Uh, I almost said describing, um, but reviewing, well, works too. <laughs> subscribing, all that stuff to all of our jazz. Um, but that's the best way that you can help us out, especially giving us a review and leaving a review as well. Uh, we love that. Um, that's the best way to do that. You can, you know, go to Apple Podcasts and all the places that have that ability to do so. It really, really helps us. Um, yeah. Also, quick, of course, you know, sidebar. Make sure you're you're checking out our Patreon. Lots of stuff happening. Um, of course, um, with Wristwatch, but our Patreon is more than just Wristwatch. Uh, there's all kinds of really great uh, – got another Q&A getting ready to drop. Um, we've got some really interesting stuff that happened in Somerset that we may or may not share to the public. So you may yeah. want to check that out as well. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's going to be great. You can go to fearscapepodcast.com support or patreon.com fearscapepod and become a monthly uh, patron and, uh, you know, do all that jazz. Uh, so we just wanted to take a quick second and thank everyone that came out to Mid-America Paracon in Louisville, Kentucky to come see us. Thank you guys so much, man. It was so cool to meet some of our favorite blanket huggers there. It was just an absolute blast, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the people that stopped by, you know, picked up, the, you know, picked themselves up some Jersey Devil pins, you know, things like that. It was just really cool to see everybody.
3: Yeah, it was really cool. Of course, big thanks to Keith Age for inviting us in the first place. Our buddy, yep. our mentor, our friend. Uh, we absolutely enjoyed that. And thanks to Lance Wayne for coming out and helping represent the uh, network as well. Uh, we got a lot of cool new sightings uh, where people submitted some sightings and some stories, um, all kinds of cool stuff, man. So uh, I think we're set for the rest of the year on listener stories, man. I think we're, yep, <laughs> think think we're going to so. be good to go. But key, always keep your uh, your ears peeled. Sounds really gross, but keep your ears peeled for any other conversations that we might be uh hitting up in the the next year for all of our listeners outside of kentucky but just wanted to just say big thank you to keith yep. age in the mid-america paracon
2: which also by the way that would sound like like a really good b horror movie ears peeled oh like like a yeah. guy just goes around peeling, peeling ears. ears
3: with it with a potato peeler yeah Ugh. oh sounds it also sounds like a reworked uh scary stories Tell in the dark story or the like peeler. so Something you would find in, uh, in Saw. Oh, gross. Nope. Sorry, James One. Uh, Anyways, let's go ahead and move on to our first segment of the week so we can get to our topic of Slender Man. Uh, let's go ahead to Psychic Word of the Week. And now, the
1: Psychic Word of the Week.
3: psychic word of the week comes from the encyclopedic psychic dictionary from june g blitzer phd rest in peace honey bear i love you and i still haven't ever physically met you uh, though you are in my dreams uh so i flipped um through the pages landed on page 586 and uh the word that uh caught my eye actually has two uh definition well two full words because we've got the er spelling and the ing spelling uh so the first word here is splodger And the second word is splodging, Um, though I will say, Junji Blitzer, I do not see splodge anywhere, which I would assume should be. But anyway, so we got splodger and splodging, and I wanted to read them both because I'm pretty sure they're obviously related. So splodger, uh, and this is S-P-L-O-D-G-E-R for anyone that was wondering splodger is one who is extremely psychic and whose personal emotions spread out among those around him or her drowning out psychic information and preventing it from coming or going out from anyone in the immediate vicinity. Uh, Emotions can be positive or negative sent out unconsciously or deliberately. So kind of sounds like, um, uh, well, kind of like a cock block, right? (laughs) (laughs) the psychic version a psych block yeah a psych block uh is essentially what that sounds like uh there is another term for it that i have heard and i cannot think of what it is offhand but basically someone that yeah that disrupts psychic connections like you know they can just soak it up you know and steal it so to speak which gets into splodging Which is a widespread general broadcasting of pleasant or uncomfortable emotions coming from one psychic, which are so intense, that they drown out all other competing psychism in the immediate area or psychics tune into these emotions easily happens unconsciously or deliberately when the psychic is in a state of anxiety or is in a psychic development circle now. Yeah, it's interesting. Um so splodging seems I know it says not deliberately, but it feels like it's deliberate versus a splodger. Well, no, i so I, I take I take it as I mean, so you're
2: engaging in some activity where uh psychic activity is expected, but you just you can't control your shit. You know, it's just it's just
3: running rampant and it's just suppressing everybody else that's in the area and not even suppressing because i did talk about too is it's kind of it's almost like the reverse of an empath it's almost forcing other people to feel the emotion you've decided yeah. um you know we all talk about uh how fear can be um uh not addictive what's the word i contagious right yeah this is a perfect example of that it's like someone's really really scared it gets someone else scared around you to yeah. me that's a form of splodging Well, yeah, and I'm sure you've been places where, you know,
2: somebody comes in the room and they're like talking loudly on their phone or they're uh, yelling at somebody or whatever. Mm -hmm. And immediately you kind of pick up their vibes and you're starting to have, you know, you were having a good day. All of a sudden now you're having a bad day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
3: Yep. And so I would assume someone who is an empath would probably pick up a splodger even more so than normal. Yeah, I'd say so, because, you
2: know, they're just. Again, they're just throwing it out there. Yep. Just splodging and like said, all over the place. <laughs>
3: splodging all over the place. Somebody, you know, it says can be deliberate, but it doesn't have to be. But so, but very, very interesting. Thank you, Dr. Blitzer. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to our next segment of the week. I've got some cool, spooky news. All right, so I got some cool spooky spooky news, Josh. Menudo news. Uh, no, this comes from RepublicWorld.com, uh, but again, I've seen this on a couple other pages here. The headline reads: "U.S. Man Claims Aliens Ruined His Life by Implanting a Nano Chip into His Arms." So. This man is blaming aliens for everything. Um, so well, at says, least it's not at least not the vaccine. So. Right. Uh, it says a man in the United States claimed that aliens abducted him and implanted nano chip into his arm, resulting in his wife leaving him and causing him to lose his job. Tell that to the unemployment board. Um, So it says Steve Colburn gave his mind blowing alien abduction testimony during the Coast to Coast show reported by the Daily Star. He claimed that aliens abducted him in a UFO over 100 times, forcing him to devote his life to finding out more about alien existence. He explained that his encounter with aliens began when he noticed a UFO hovering over his avocado tree before being dragged up into the spaceship by a green light laser beam he was then escorted to a medical station and forced to lie down and when he returned to earth nothing was the same which made him assume that he was given an implant that changed his life colburn said during the show so he's just assumed that i guess uh he said he used a large tool that looked like a piece of stainless steel tubing with a fiber optic inside which transmitted ultraviolet light and a gadget on the end that dispensed the implants and placed them in the subject colburn explained uh, during the show uh, he further stated that the alien abduction had completely altered his perspective on life the victim even claimed that his wife had gone through similar experiences which led to their divorce and he lost his job after the after his company attempted to investigate the implant uh, it certainly makes things more difficult down here on earth and sometimes the things that humans do seem utterly meaningless at times my wife was furious when she learned of this and blamed me for it. I believe that was unjust, but that is just how people react, Colburn said. Uh, according to a report by the International Business Times, there are several alien abduction tales on the internet. Uh, there are some gripping stories that still remained unanswered. Uh, Chris Jones, a researcher for MUFON, suggested a few weeks ago that alien abduction accounts reported by people from around the world could be true. Uh, even last month, physicist mark buchanan wrote a piece in the washington post in which he said trying to establish contact with aliens could be extremely dangerous and could possibly end all life on earth so well there you be go careful guys <laughs> be careful okay Li- you listening Stephen greer you gotta be careful because <laughs> buchanan said if you try to talk to them you could end all life on earth
2: I mean, you don't want to be that
3: guy. But I like that this guy was just like, "Man, my life is crazy. I must have an alien implant."
2: I mean, I can imagine that he went to work and filed for like, you know, short-term disability or something, <laughs> right? And and gave the reason as having an implant, and so his works like, "Well, then, fine. Go to the doctor and have the implant." You mm-hmm. know produced and so yeah yeah
3: again i don't disbelieve this guy at all i'm making light of the situation but uh yeah i definitely would not have told my work that hey i'm sorry that uh i'm acting weirder than normal uh but i have an alien implant Implant. in me if you guys will keep me employed here so we we know that you know the 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 culture at large is not a, a fan of this stuff so maybe not the best choice there colburn Uh, however we need a producer so come on join our show (laughs) we can pay you in (laughs) jello just scrape it off josh
2: yep it's gross disgusting
3: (laughs) that's disgusting all right well let's move on
2: tune out of this episode
3: i've already tuned out so let's move to our final segment of the week which is uh ufo uap sighting of the week Gosh, UFO UAP sighting of the week. What do we got? Where's it from? And what the hell
2: happened? Yeah, so somebody saw a big bowl of jello flying through. No, just anyways. That's convenient. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, so, no, this actually happened August 3rd of this year at uh, 11 30 p.m. local time in Paoli, Oklahoma. Um, and it was a triangle. Happened for about five minutes, and here is the tale.
0: My wife looked down our windows and saw lights hovering over our land at 1130 in the evening. Our land is in a residential neighborhood in the middle of the country. Each house is on a few acres of land. It is very dark and quiet in our neighborhood at night. My wife said to me, there's a drone, it's watching us. She grabbed her phone and we went outside. There was an object over our land behind our backyard that was about 500 feet to 600 feet or so above the ground, and maybe about 100 to 200 yards or so away from us. It was perfectly still, with no movement, for the entire time before it flew back west and slightly upward towards the horizon. It kept a straight path until it disappeared. It didn't disappear suddenly, but just got too far out of our line of sight the entire time. We did not hear it make any sound. It was very smooth, motionless, and silent. The object was the shape of a triangle and had three white lights at each point. It also had a red blinking light on occasion that emitted from the center of the craft. Our video from an iPhone is a bit blurry because the phone had trouble focusing on it being very dark in our neighborhood at night. But if you're able to zoom in on the video, certain parts, you come into focus and you can make out three lights very well. Naturally, it could be a commercial drone, a government drone, such as like a DEA drone, since there are a lot of marijuana farms on our county and state, or something unidentified. It certainly didn't seem like a drone in person, and if it was a drone, it was a state-of-the-art drone, likely from a government department.
3: Here we are, having to wonder if it's a
2: drone. Well, here, and here's what's interesting. That description is exactly what I saw here a month after this sighting happened.
3: Mm, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. What a,
2: that is exactly, I know it's
3: Oklahoma, but like, was it the same thing? Like,
2: yeah. And it was exactly the, the same description. Three light lights, one on each kind of corner, and then a red blinking light in the middle.
0: Mm.
2: So, yeah. Get out there. It's out there. And I mean, Get out it was, there, y'all. <laughs> and it was like the thing I saw was big because I mean, mm-hmm. it flew right over top of me. It was probably like, um, I don't know, 50 to 100 feet long and about the same wide.
3: So, mm-hmm. Interesting, man. Very, very interesting. Uh, thanks for finding that for us. Um, and uh, always... Uh, they get me every time It just here, I mean we have hundreds to choose from man like it just a yep. never ending flurry well,
2: you know what's crazy is when I went to pick tonight's uh, account um, this was not the first one I clicked on but every sighting I clicked on on New Fork's website presented an error message hmm. this is the first one that I clicked on that actually took me to the
3: story so this is the one that wanted you to read Yep, interesting yep very very interesting well thank you for that uh josh but we uh need to get moving on we're going to be talking about slender man uh just a reminder if you have not checked out uh part one true crime go check out the ghosts in the attic bodies in the basement episode on the slender man attempted slaying um craziness man that's all i'm gonna say anyways we're gonna take a very very short break and we are gonna be right back talking about legend and lore and creepypasta Slenderman. Be right back. This episode of Fearscape Paranormal Podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Manscaped.
2: Attention gamblers of all shapes and sizes. Our friends yeah, hey, been- hold
3: on Josh, hold on. I want to get out there because we got people in Arizona can now gamble. All right, so all of our Arizona listeners and me, this is for you.
2: Our friends at Manscaped have a can't-miss bet for you today. The leaders in male grooming have launched their fourth generation performance package. The betting odds are in your favor, and when you use the Line 4.0 on your dice across the board, this is the package you get in the mood for whatever your gambling heart desires. Ready to take the leap A male grooming royalty? 2 million men have already joined the Manscaped movement by going to Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FEARSCAPE.
3: That's right, because hitting a favorite is fun, but shaving your dice with confidence? You know, the folks at Manscaped have given us just that, and they have our trust when we're trimming our boys, you know what I mean? When you're trying to roll that dice, right, it can get dicey. But not with the Manscaped Lawnmower Four Point Here, your dice come out smooth as dice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with all the little dimples and everything too. Oh so. yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: plenty of dimples. So yeah, you know whether you're using it in the shower, where you you know you take. You know, hopefully, I wouldn't recommend taking it onto the floor of the casino and doing a little Mm-mm-mm. I don't think I would recommend that, but you could, you could, if you wanted to.
3: And let's say you're traveling to Vegas. Uh, Manscaped even has a bonus add-on in their performance package with their boxers and the Shed travel bag. These tools get your boys in your comfort zone before the games start. And only say, what's the shraver? No more Red Zone. No more Red Zone. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code FEARSCAPE at manscaped.com that's m-a-n-s-c-a-p-e-d.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code fearscape now fellas don't gamble on shaving your dice with the wrong tools choose manscaped and your dice will thank you and remember they will always be smooth as dice Fearscape Media Network is your new home for everything weird and enlightening. Check out podcasts and YouTube shows covering content from discussions on horror films to the paranormal to meditation. Find out more at (laughs) fearscapemedia.com.
1: All
3: right, thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, We're going to be talking about Slender Man. And I just, man, I'm just telling you right away, I'm like, is the black stick men is is are those just slender man's shadows that's that's how i'm starting this whole bad boy
2: <laughs> well so you know what yeah so i did uh, quite a bit of research uh looking into slender man and found that uh so there's never actually been until the movie there have never actually been slender man sightings
3: Oh, yeah. Slender Man is the OG creepypasta. Basically, for those of you who don't know, uh, creepypasta is essentially what they now call urban legends. And uh, these are circulated on uh, the online, Reddit, and things like that. We've talked about it in the past, um, you know, for example. The Black Eyed Children kind of, you know, is a standard... Creepy pasta, Slender Man is another one um, that kind of started online, or so they think, um, and the lore and legends grew around them. People sharing stories and such. And Slender Man is that he's the OG.
2: But you know, we've talked about it before, and I think you and Brad even did like a reading mm-hmm. uh, from several different creepy pasta posts. In that, creepy pasta is not it, it's it's a mixture of people just writing good fiction and also people reporting sightings and so it's it's almost like it's almost like the site is being run by gray barker and jim Jim (laughs) mosley where they just kind of sprinkle in some truths amongst a bunch of a bunch of fictions so
3: for sure yeah so i mean it is it, it definitely skirts a lot but i mean so does most of our urban legends i mean you know, they skirt the line of just fiction that, you know, was written that someone saw somewhere in like a, a fate magazine or something yeah. along like the hook man and things like that, or are they stemmed from something real? Right.
2: Yeah. Well, so, and that's, and that's what I found. So, so, you know, in a very kind of high level talking about the actual slender man, you know, it's described as basically like a supernatural creature with a nebulous defined characteristics and abilities. Uh, in almost every description of slender man, his attributes will vary sometimes greatly. How, you know, it's it's either the basic appearance is, you know, relatively consistent across different accounts. He generally appears as a tall humanoid creature in a black or gray suit with a red or black tie and a white shirt. His face is totally white or blanked out, uh, completely devoid of all facial features. Um, no hair, a general, normal looking bare hands although his fingers are much longer uh and bonier than a typical human and um basically in imagery he's always predicted is like between six and ten feet tall depending yeah, on the like situation really
3: long arms kind of reminds me of like what you would see at like the old carnivals and stuff like the guy that was on stilts right you know that yeah. really skinny yeah. thing but had the long pants and had extended arms and things like that almost like a marionette but um, and but there's you even know old lore like that has them with like a top hat too. That's extra yeah. creepy.
2: So, but what's really interesting is that uh, Slender Man, as a modern name, actually has a lot of uh, 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 heritage in traditional mythology and folklore. Um, and so, I was able to find a lot of the different lores that have gone that have contributed to the creation or. Um, or establishment of Man in modern day. Whoa, hit me. Okay, so um, the first one on the list caught me off caught me off guard. Fairies, really? So it, it says here that modern fairies tend to be portrayed as happy little winged people who grant wishes, and good little children come along this with is- the name fairy. It's, <laughs> you know, instead of the original. So it says like fairy today is F-A-I-R-Y, and the original was F-A-E-R-I-E.
3: Yep, we uh, pagans, we still do a lot of work with the fae and use that spelling. So
2: traditional folklore fairies were much more complicated. Some fairies are benevolent and kind, but some can be cruel. Uh, Some fairies are mischievous and funny. Some can be harsh and murderous. Uh, fairies gra- vary greatly in size, and some were portrayed with wings, and some were unflying giants with thick, monstrous limbs.
3: Yeah, even some of the elvish stuff I think was uh, inspired by fae tales. So,
2: like some of the things that fairies have been known for: kidnapping children, mm-hmm. um, having you know, appearing differently to different people, having many names and tre- keeping their true name secret. Um, they uh disguise themselves and other things using fairy glamour they're
3: skinwalkers skinwalkers they of europe
2: <laughs> they eat people in some cases uh, they cause a disease um able to change their form at will
3: uh, when you think put- about it man so like even like um you know you think about the different categories of the fairy you've got the brownies brownies were always thought yeah. to steal um children and things like that but then you look at shakespeare's fairies they were man-sized right you know titania yeah. and oberon and them they were they were human-sized so yeah i never really thought about that before
2: so i you mean know, just a couple of things that called out here so like uh they don't always have wings and wings are not a prerequisite for flight right um they uh, can teleport and they oftentimes trick humans into trusting them before leading them into some sort of a trap. Mm. Um, so yeah. So fairy was like I said, it, again, because I've got daughters. And so I, I see fairy stuff all the time and you got Tinkerbell and all this kind of stuff, but yeah, but uh, fairy is a much darker
3: past. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they, I've always um, felt them more akin to Loki and things like yeah. that, very mischievous, but can be helpful if they decide they want to.
2: So um, next up, we've got the uh, Grossman, or you. the Tall Man. This is from Germany. Um, hey, so that's the, me,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stefan <Stephen laughs>
2: Gerhard the Grossman. The Grossman uh, uh, says the Grossman was commonly described as a fairy of the Black Forest who takes away bad children who entered the forest at night and would stalk them until the child confessed their wrongdoings to a parent. Um, and it says here that uh, the um, evidence only exists on Slenderman fan sites to support this. However, there is a similar figure known as the Urk. Sorry, I'm going to butcher this name. Earl King. So the Earl King comes from a poem uh, by I'm a, this name Goth Geth G-O-E-T-H-E. Oh, Goethe. Yeah, totally. There's an R in there.
3: <laughs> it's just how it's pronounced. He's I, I know Goethe.
2: Okay. Uh, he is described as living in the forest and was always trying to lure the child away from their father. Only the boy can sense the Arrow Erk, King's presence who eventually kills the boy. The behavior is similar to how Slenderman behaved in the early mythos.
1: Mm.
3: Oh, that's interesting, man. I didn't think that, you know, this really kind of flew back that far, you know?
2: Yep, it, it goes back farther. Um, so you've got uh, a painting by Hans Baldung, uh, who was a Renaissance artist who died in 1545. Uh, One of his famous paintings, The Three Ages of Woman and Death, portrays a skeletal figure holding an hourglass. I'm familiar with this painting. Are you?
3: Uh, Not without seeing it. Okay. I'm a visual person.
2: Okay. I got a photographic memory. So anyways, (laughs) it's been a while since I dropped that nugget. Anyways, uh, something awful uh, fan fiction created a myth that in 2003 – when undergoing X-ray analysis for insurance reasons, it was discovered that the painting was altered early on to remove several extra limbs of the skeletal figure that were originally painted into the picture. Um, there is, however, no evidence that the painting was ever X-rayed. Hmm. So, weird. Yep. Um, let's see. We've got uh, fear dub from the British Isles, and the fear dub is the black man which I don't necessarily think is a call out to you know to race but anyways as uh, a rare Scottish legend concerning a malevolent entity that haunts footpaths and forests at night in ancient times it used to be connected to the Christian devil mm. uh, but some of its characteristics are closer to that of a slender, slender man it was used to scare small children to stay indoors and keep pesky children from snooping into the woods without their family it we, we've talked about this I think I think when we talked about the. Um, in Love our Christmas name? episode, like oh, a couple Krampus. years back, Krampus, we talked about how it's funny how, like, parents used to use these types of things to, to scare their children into doing. The right thing
3: right i mean Um, you know i get it though like back then i mean the woods were a dangerous place like there was this documentary on uh one of the things maybe it was netflix or something it was just called the dark and it was just all about how the dark darkness has influenced every Mm -hmm. generation culture and things like that and they were talking about how you know how dangerous it was to go out at night in you know the early eleven whatever before you know cops and stuff like you know because you had bandits you had yeah. animals you had all sorts of different things that were out there and it was very very dangerous to be out as, mm-hmm. at nightfall at all so, so I yeah. get that
2: so, I mean yeah I, I mean I, I do too but it's just you know maybe yeah. we should employ some of that today you know don't don't go to the mall uh it's full of nasty (laughs) animals
3: watch out the slender man is at mcdonald's you want to stay away from the big mac (laughs) (laughs)
2: um but uh so yeah so moving on here we've got uh the clutch bone oh uh the clutch bone was a seven foot monster uh who date you know the stories date back to the early 1800s in northern england uh, described as being black in color with leathery skin its head consisted of a lit torch within a large raised collar of material
3: resembling rawhide so it's basically ghost rider that's interesting because in the show evil which is a really really good show if people haven't watched it it's a cbs show um it uh there was a a creature that was on there though i think it came from like middle eastern lore or whatever but its head was not, it was very exactly how you just described it is exactly what this thing was mm-hmm. had the it basically had a matchstick head and it like had a leathery rough things i want they're really good about putting in like lore and legends and stuff into this show yeah
2: i haven't watched it yet because just the previews kind of freak me out a little bit and uh yeah i'm just i don't I, it's hard for me to watch things that i accept its possibilities so
3: i think you'd like it though it's it's done really well and it they do a really good job of making you wonder constantly whether or not these things are real or if they're just hallucinating or seeing that they Mm. do a really really good job of constantly making you wonder whether or not in this reality these things are actually real (laughs) it's Mm. done really well so i highly recommend evil yeah
2: so i'll just have to watch it during the day so Mm -hmm all right so uh so the clutch bone had a very violent nature i mean go figure he's got a flame head right right but, um anyways he destruction you know so he
3: clutch bone is there. also one of the missing members of bone thugs and harmony right
2: yeah I'm, th- I'm pretty sure yeah he he was represented by a, by a handbag um, <laughs> <laughs> dumb <laughs> oh you're married <laughs> Anyways, um, he is so a destruction by burning and, and uh, dismemberment of alleged victims. Um, violent events featuring the Clutchbone often follow previous sightings of lightning balls created by severe weather conditions.
3: Those are really cool, by the way. Those yeah, lightning balls.
2: they are. Although makes you wonder how many of them were quote-unquote ball lightning and how much of them were something
3: else yeah i know oh for sure for sure
2: so uh which also would kind of lend a little bit of you know credence to you know the theory that i floated which is you know some some sort of a you know space-time rift opens when ufos enter an area and all these weird things kind of spill through if you will Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but anyways um assume such a creature might arrive into this dimension or world by way of these natural phenomena so basically they said hey there's a ball of lightning it's opened up a doorway into the weird places beyond what we can see and that's how these creatures are coming through so Uh, moving on to um, Russia so Russia folklore uh, in the early 20th century they have a tall slender man in the role of a corrector who would hunt those who existed through strange means for instance for instance those who were born without a father
3: Mm. i immediately when you said corrector i started thinking of uh pink floyd's the wall with the the teacher that would smack hands and things like that and then he was represented by a big marionette of course yeah immediately what i thought of was that creepy teacher
2: um, uh, moving on to North America. Uh, we've got the bundle.
3: The bundle? Yep. All right.
2: Uh, not a bundle of joy.
3: Oh.
2: Um, this is a, a North American European myth dealing with the boogeyman type entity. Uh, bundle is a sort of monster with generic traits that generally inconsistent. Bundle stories are tales of stories written about Bundle the scp foundation so i wonder if
3: uh daniel daniel might yeah if you guys haven't listened check out uh memories of kane and scp podcast if you're into scp stuff he's got a an incredible podcast so so the
2: scp foundation claims that bundle uh, designated scp 582 is a real shadowy humanoid that propagates through people's awareness of it
3: hmm Mm, oh, uh, that's kind of creepy. It's like because you decide um oh I'm not even gonna talk about it because then <laughs> there's gonna be a bundle in my room that's like
2: that's like Santosh's AI conundrum mm-hmm. thing yep. that he talked about so on, on actual stew um so simply writing about it through a bundle story makes it up here in that situation
3: yeah. Mm. Right now, we now we've done it. I mean, that's essentially already yep. talking about it. We've given credence to it, and now there's bundles in everyone's home.
2: Why do you think I turned off my virtual
3: background on Zoom? I want to see what's coming up. Yep, me, y'all y'all just put it in in your clutch bone because it is a purse, <laughs> so you can just shove it in there. So put the bundle in your clutch. Bone. You know what? You know what? You you may have said that I'm married
2: because i made that reference but you got (laughs) but you got the reference
3: i'm a theater person i've had to carry a clutch on stage (laughs) (laughs) Uh
2: uh-huh uh-huh so uh if this next one doesn't scare you uh in north america some legends claim there are giant spiders nope bye in the swamps that grab victims with their legs and drag them into the depths of the water
3: no see people are scared of the desert because of spiders and scorpions and snakes i'm like no the swamp you can't see anything at least in the desert it's flat you see that sucker coming but in the swamp dude unless swamp things there to help you out you gone well you already got crocodiles
2: and maybe not crocodile allig- alligators mm-hmm. and alligators and all that stuff and then you got the those big garfish. fish i'm talking about the alligator yes, gar. i'm like no i'm
3: thing. good i don't want she coming and grabbing me and pulling me under with bilbo I don't
2: want well and that's though. what was slender man you know some of the depictions that of like slender man and i guess where the, why they've included this in the reference is that some, some of the depictions have like extra arms yeah coming i have seen from, those from, from behind slender man to kind of reach out and grab you
3: huh Uh, i didn't never know what that was for (laughs) i didn't even think about that yeah you're absolutely right that is exactly why you'll see that that's weird so creepy i don't want man slender man's already creepy now i gotta add spider to it
2: yeah and bundles so um the book uh ghost stories of the american south by wk mcneil details the story of a tall, skinny, tree-like man who abducts a child from a family in the American South. The story was collected from a 72-year-old man in Berea, Kentucky. Wow. Oh, shut up. Yeah. In 1963, meaning that the story could date back to the early 20th century.
3: Man, I've got like one of those uh, ghosts of Kentucky books. I wonder if it's in there. Because the guy that wrote that book is like, he he collected ghost stories from around Kentucky for years and years and years and years i mean he's got seven or eight books on ghosts of Kentucky i wonder if it's in one of those
2: yeah so you know the of course the the tall skinny tree like man kind of harkens back to uh, tree
3: you know, beard <laughs> well, i was going
2: to say hellier
3: oh yeah yep so
2: uh, in um, Taino, T-A-I with like the little hash mark in O, Taino, sure, T-A-N-O. okay, uh, is a civilization of pre-Columbian inhabitants in the Caribbean. Yeah, you know, I want to just pause for a minute and call out that I, I I was reading a book the other day that talked about how um how diverse. In technology, the humans of Earth are the fact that we have people who, on one side, you know, we're talking to each other across the internet uh, via ca- you know camera systems. Yet there are still tribes of humans on the planet who are hunting with bows spears, and arrows yeah. and you know and spears. And I mean, just the 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 great diversity. And and unfortunately, there are also people on the planet who think that we need to go elevate them in some way shape or form so right whatever yeah But anyways i just want to i just thought that was really neat it is, that,
3: yeah it is interesting i never thought about it like that
2: so um so the uh in, in the caribbean legends often speak of the hoopia or upia a nocturnal humanoid without a face mm-hmm. that stalks paralyzes its victims yep and drives uh- them in
3: i thought i'd heard of this one before uh brad and i covered this back during our night hag episode when we talked about night hags around the world i remember that because i think i called it the oprah or something or the Whoopi <laughs> oprah or something like that <laughs> yeah I, ne- I definitely heard of this one
2: it's the gyna is what it's it's the, the, okay.
3: yes <laughs>
2: so um so next up we've got the Mogina sightings of 1959 uh, this was of a faceless woman referred to as Megina, uh, although believed to have actually been a Nupur- Nupurabu. Okay, uh, were reported in Kahala, Hawaii. The creature was sighted in the woman's restroom of a theater, combing her hair. Uh,
3: that sounds so, like some Japanese horror, right? Yeah, there, man.
2: the witness went closer to the woman. And then the Mugina turned her head, revealing her lack of face. So, mm-hmm. um, according to Hawaiian historian and folklorist Glenn Grant, uh, in a 1981 radio interview dismissed the story as a rumor, only to be called by the witness herself, who gave more details on the event, including the previously unreported detail that the Mujina questioned had red hair
3: hmm crazy
2: this this reminds me of the twilight zone episode where he's like in the house and there's the girl mm-hmm. watching tv yes. always watching tv and like he finally works up the nerve to go in there and she has no face
3: yes and that was even in the um twilight zone movie too i think they redid that one
2: so yeah that w- that one was all- obviously it stuck with me over the years mm-hmm. so um so moving on to Japan Uh, Japan is actually where the uh, Nupurabu uh, also known as the Zumburabo or Nupurabu so many names uh, (laughs) is a faceless ghost or yokai whose legendary appearance is described as deeply terrifying and which takes delight in terrifying humans um, the Nupurabu, or Faceless Ghost, is a legendary creep- creature in Japanese folklore, a kind of hobgoblin known primarily for frightening humans. The Nupurabu appears at first as an ordinary human being, sometimes impersonating someone familiar to the victim of the scare, before causing his feature to disappear, leaving a blank, smooth sheet of skin where the face ought to be.
3: Ooh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, like Freddy coming through the walls, man. Uh the archetype of a faceless man relates to uh at once to hope and terror. I'm not gonna lie, it's hard for me to look at pictures of Slender Man, and I think uh, it's because of the of the face. I know, dude, it creeps me out, man. It I mean it creeps it's, me out. The long limbs doesn't bother me so much. It's the face that gets me. So mm-hmm. you know, really, really bad. So um, a similar Japanese yokai is the Ashinaga Tanaga, a spirit with extremely long arms and legs. Another more obscure yoki known as Mikoshi Inuro also bears a striking resemblance to Slender Man, having a tall and malleable body and killing humans in wooded areas. Mm. Mm all right uh moving on i don't like that (laughs) well i don't think anybody likes it stefan
3: no some people do if you listen to the true crime episode on slender man those two girls really liked it so
2: or did they just use it as an excuse
3: i mean you know they were like 14 or whatever i mean it could go either way or both i mean really at the same time
2: very impressionable yeah so moving on to china Uh, Chinese legend involves a deity known as the Hundun a faceless deity without human senses Mm -hmm. the Hundun was sometimes described as a wicked humanoid with multiple limbs the personification of chaos Mm. Um, however Hundun died when his friends tried to drill eyes, a nose, and a mouth into his face
3: (laughs) Jesus! (laughs) It's like the original jack o' lantern. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if what if that's where the jack-o' lantern started?
3: No, <laughs> I know. Let me tell you, Santosh used to do as a performance piece the origin of the jack-o'-lantern it's a really cool story and actually you know turnips were the original jack-o'-lantern but it's about this guy he goes down to hell the whole nine yards but De- santos does a Like <laughs> it's a great it's great he hasn't done it in a long time but man i used to make him do it every halloween <laughs> it's a great great story
2: uh so we got a couple more here to to wrap us out so let's Sorry, um, Babylonian. Uh, so, so Babylonians, such as the Akkadians and the Sumerians, the Akkadians. Thank you very much. Whatever. How do you know?
3: Because you- this is where aliens come from, dude. It's the Sumerians and the Akkadians. <laughs> but do you do you read Babylonian? I do. Oh I, well, no, wait. That's baloney packages. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you meant baloney packages. I know, mean, uh, for- but it is it is Akkadian, so. For all we know, it's actually a
2: caddions.
3: Oh, I, it's Appalachia. Is <laughs> it's it's,
2: it's Debrief. brief, the The believed in a specific demon called the Alu, a half man, half devil creature without a face. Uh, the Alu creeps into its victims' bedrooms and terrifies them as they sleep. This may have come up in your um, Mm-hmm. Thing the aloo demon was said to cause loss of consciousness, fixations of the eyes in a stare, and loss of speech.
3: Well, and it's interesting because you know, you've, you've heard a lot of my night hag stories, yep. and some of them are really tall. And remember, some of them have had really long arms and stuff, yep. so yeah, interesting.
2: You're getting visited by the aloo apparently.
3: Yep, there's a bundle in my room, <laughs> Blue.
2: um, so. Uh, Brazilian stuff. So, an early similar, similar mythological creature is found within the cave paintings found in the Ser the C- Capivara National Park mm-hmm. in the northeast of Brazil, which are believed to date as far back as 9,000 BC. Wow! No these, one
3: was alive then. No
2: one was alive then. Yeah, I mean, the Earth is only six thousand years old. So, uh,
3: <laughs> and we had these, a flood forty three hundred years ago. Yeah.
2: These paintings show a strangely elongated character leading a child by the hand, but no, make no reference to the extra appendages.
3: Oh, uh, it's creepy. Uh. Um, like, what did they see? Like, what did they? I know. Like, is this right. just like the early Dolly of you know Salvador yeah. Dolly of, of Brazil in the 9000 BC, or was this like I'm drawing this exactly what it looks like? or
2: you know was it like a guy carrying a bundle of sticks on his back you know i mean who knows so (laughs) Uh, right it was the switching man oh
3: man yeah i'm looking at at the cave drawing oh i've seen this before yes this is so creepy um this also came up uh oddly enough that i made a joke about the black stick men because this same cave painting came up representing the black stick men Mm. uh as well because in this cave painting are a bunch of elongated bodies that are flat that look like the black stick men so interesting that these are uh both in this uh you've got because I, what i made a joke that they were related earlier right so i mean you know we
2: live in three-dimensional space uh what if there are beings who live in
3: two-dimensional space it would have to be i saw a tiktok a guy was talking about that um about uh, just explain uh, maybe you sent it to us or whatever but it's like explaining two-dimensional space versus yep. three-dimensional space versus four-dimensional space like i was like wow what a great explanation using an apple yep. or whatever yeah so really cool
2: um let's see Egyptian. there are some egyptian hieroglyphs seem to portray what could be a multi-armed men among other more usual hieroglyphs these multi-armed creatures known as the thief of the gods
3: great that sounds like a movie if i've ever yeah i've heard one starring like Nicolas cage no don't ruin it <laughs> i like matchstick Men. he's got he's got a good movie mandy i highly recommend it's Nicolas cage at his finest um being Nicolas cage but it actually works because of this movie <laughs> anyways
2: anyway <laughs> um so aztec so some aztec art appears to depict priests removing hearts of sacrifices with three or more arms. Mm. Some Mayan art also depict Mayan priests doing the same.
3: Mm. I mean, it's like, you know, I know that a lot of these ancient civilizations were doing all this stuff just because they didn't understand yet how science works and things like that so they kind yeah. of put a god on top of it but people like the Aztecs and the Mayans were a lot smarter than we think so it's like well, did they see something though like was oh. there a reason that they were like we gotta kill a bunch of people for this thing or it's gonna devour us right it's like they were pretty yep. smart so I don't know
2: yeah I don't know I mean I mean, if you listen to the whole ancient astronaut people it's because they were that's why there are pyramid like structures there the same as in Egypt is because mm-hmm. they were the same cross, cross yeah. population if you will so yeah. um, also in Mayan mythology uh, seba trees are they're, they're huge with long mm-hmm. branches are considered sacred legends often link the sebas with scary tales and demonic creatures one tale concerns the story of an evil spirit disguised as a seba who would lure drunk men to it the Ya Akshi Wink or the Siba Man was a Mayan god who lived in the Siba trees who would receive sacrifices by ancient Mayans.
3: Yeah, Siba trees are really neat looking, by the way. Just Google C E I B A tree because they're pretty sweet. And yeah, I could definitely see how you would be frightened of that.
2: <laughs> so that's, that's kind of wrapping up the lore um i do have one reference which i don't want to necessarily dig too much into Mm because you all will probably cover it on mysteries of the dark um but there is uh there is some early uh movie references to tallman which are thought to maybe have influenced oh for sure Um, i mean
3: i got i got a number just off the top of my head
2: (laughs) so there's the 1979 horror film Phantasms.
3: Yes, Phantasm! The tall man. Oh, he's so creepy.
2: Um, there is the, uh, Cabadath, which is an an amateur game called the Chuzo Mythos, featured a faceless tall man named Cabadath as a villain in some Mm -hmm. of the games. Um, the, uh, The the pale man from pain's Labyrinth. Yes. Thought to have been maybe an influence on Slender Man is in 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 modern day. And then lastly, um, I thought this was interesting and maybe worth looking into for a future episode. Um, the silence.
3: Yes. From uh
2: from Doctor Who. Yeah,
3: from Doctor Who, as well as the gentleman from Buffy. Uh, which I always thought the Silence in and uh, the Gentleman were pretty damn similar.
2: So it says here that these things were inspired by Slender Man. Mm. Um, that Doctor Who producer Stephen Moffat credits their creation to Edvard Munch's painting The Scream. Yep. And also 1950's Men in Black myths and the Grey Alien myths.
3: For sure. I mean Moffat was he's he's always stealing stuff um but yeah i totally agree with that yeah but buffy i believe um with the gentleman now they had eyes but they couldn't speak or things like that but it was very very similar tall um they were demons and things like that but that was before slender man got popular yeah um i also think of uh the question from dc comics he's a hero he's a detective but he's got no face and he's got you know a hat that he wears and a a big long coat but he's a good guy
2: isn't what about the uh the rorschach guy
3: rorschach yeah rorschach a little bit could fit into that um from uh watchmen um but also um i've always heard a lot of people say that this is these are also men in black like that's also yeah something i've heard before
2: so you know a lot of these references like the later left references to trees kind of equate back to because uh, slender man was basically he killed his victims by impaling them on very tall trees and allowing them mm-hmm. to bleed to death so uh, that's where a lot of the tree stuff came in um there's some new newer accounts of slender man's powers and abilities which you know we didn't really talk about uh in the uh, contributing lore um but basically you know the ability basically to impale the targets on very high trees um his overtly aggressive attitude and then a tendency to target mainly children so
3: yeah and it's interesting because the slender man tale he he can almost kind of be a pied piper as well like because sometimes he's kidnapping and murdering children other times he is children's friend right like so sometimes kids can call upon slender man to get them out of an abusive house or or things like that so it's it's kind of mixed but again very much like the fairy like the fairies right the old school yep. fairies like they could help or they could hurt it just depends
2: um it also says that the longer the slender man stalks a victim the greater strain on their mental health uh may be seen so prolonged stalking causes what is known as slender sickness mm-hmm which is both a mental and physical ailment. It can cause paranoia, nightmares, coughing, and difficulty swallowing, convulsions, exhaustion, vomiting, hallucinations, etc. Et so
3: Hallucinizations? Yep. Hey, goddamn hey. hallucinations, man. I tell you what, boy, it is crazy. It's crazy going on in that d- d- there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Slender Man's got um, some of his other superpowers so to speak he can be invisible of course Uh, he can change height and body shape we've got tentacles Um, we've got all kinds of stuff and then there's also the phenomenon I don't know if you came across this or not the one that always freaked me out was the slender walking you heard of slender walking? Yet? I
2: don't guess I have. Is that where like you turn sideways
3: and you hide behind a light post? No, it's not something that we do, but slender man's uh, has a phenomenon. Slender walking uh, is used is a term used to create or excuse me, to describe slender man's apparent teleportation and space time warping between locations. Uh. Uh, These abilities were seen in early Slender Man accounts and is one of the most recognizable elements of the mythos. He seems to appear seemingly from nowhere in a place where he wasn't mere seconds before and that this is one of his scariest traits. Um, This is why you'll see a lot of pictures where all of a sudden he's in a picture, you know, like he wasn't there when the person took the picture and all of a sudden, boom, he's there.
2: There's a there's a character I remember seeing a movie. That can move in and out of the shadows.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like I want to say it's like a DC villain, maybe in Batman or something. There's a there's a
3: there, there's a number of okay. shadow movers in that's DC it, and Marvel. So, but that's
2: what it kind of reminds me of. It's like the you know he's moving in and out of the shadows. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, also, it says here that um, he not only stalks children, but also will stalk adults who have seen with who saw him when they were children.
3: Yep. And, so it's like uh, he
2: retains that memory of our connection.
3: So, yeah, this is, it says if the victim was an adult, Slender Man would stalk the victim for long periods of times, especially if they had had a terrible tragedy in their life. Um, especially if that tragedy was caused by Slender Man when they were kids. That's interesting. Um, but the adults that we get that could get a illness that became known as Slender Sickness. And yeah. the symptoms include massive par- paranoia, nausea, nosebleeds, nightmares, and hallucinations, as Josh would say.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, Don't, you know, I'm just there's supposed to be a Z in there. Okay. <laughs> it's been taken uh-huh. out over the years. That's all it oh,
3: is. Oh, okay. That the original language more
2: hallucinations is what it was.
3: <laughs> that that makes way more sense. Um, but, yeah, lots of really cool stuff, man. There's so much. There's just so much. I mean, you want to get into a rabbit hole, just go to the subreddit Slenderman. I mean, hell, just go to the creep sl- s- s- subreddit Creepypasta. You're going to find 100 uh, that are sp- specifically on that or go to the SCP, you know content there yeah um but there's a lot and it's creepy and uh one of my first one of my first experiences with slender man um besides just seeing it you know oh what's this new thing that everybody's talking about slender man um was on the podcast the black tapes um in the very i think it's the first episode one of the first cases that they talk about is a Slenderman type uh creepy person that shows up in the video of this person's uh uh early birthday and then later on at his wedding same mm. dress same everything and it was like this thing that they were investigating and it was it it creeped me out it creeped mm. me out pretty good um so it was people just that are tall... out there though that put these slender men inside in pictures g- good work yeah.
2: it was just a, it was just their tall frank so
3: yes yeah, just tall uncle frank with no face he lost yeah. it numb <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whole face face got blown off,
3: it was blown off and melted and just made, yeah, just nothing. I don't
2: want to make light of people who got injured in NOM. I know that's oh,
3: and don't forget Dick Tracy, Madonna, when she played the uh, the bad guy that had no face. Uh, spoiler alert, it's Madonna. Um, (laughs) but when they talk more about the movie stuff, of course, and more more influence stuff like that, wasn't that character called No Face? Yes, I couldn't remember the name, but also sounds like a GI Joe, doesn't it? Like here's it does a little, a little bit, yeah. Um, that's what's behind Snake Eyes's helmet, a GI Joe. <laughs> it's just nothing, or even Cobra, like that Cobra Commander. That's what it should have been instead of a weird snake head or whatever it turned out to be. Yeah,
2: I don't know. So, anyways, uh, but that's yeah, that's what I got. That's what Thanks, I got Josh. on the lore. Thanks yeah lore history, and legend the, yeah, so that's go. a
3: good that's a good, nice little dive into Slenderman and like I said I used to talk a lot of shit about Slenderman back in the day just because I was the old guy that was like oh these kids these days we had the hook man um, but I, the more and more and more I've gotten into it the more and more I'm really digging yeah. the lore of Slenderman and I've even gotten caught up in some cre- creepy pasta um, uh, one that I really like is called Tommy Tommy Taffy. Oh my God. You talk about Tommy Taffy. That's a creepy pasta you want to get into that's super creepy. That I ended up even buying a whole novel, like, because I loved it so much. I love Tommy Taffy.
2: <laughs> so it's, but yeah. Is that like the, uh, the, e- the evil, uh, fantastic guy what's his name no Reed, Reed his
3: name just happens to be tommy taffy he's got really he kind of has got a face like odo his, his head it's very smooth and stuff like that but he's got these really incredible teeth and he just shows up at people's homes and like like essentially becomes like a father and it's crazy dude like okay. forces it's it's nuts look okay. up tommy taffy there's some nope. really cool stories nope crazy <laughs> it crazy nope. dude he's crazy anyways uh let's go ahead and move on josh again thank you just a reminder check out ghosts in the attic bodies in the basement uh uh, on the stabbing and then of course next week uh, or if it's already next week you're listening to this later check out misters of the dark where we're going to be talking about the 2018 horror film slender man of course i'm sure we'll touch on some other slender man in pop culture as well uh but that's going to be great Um, all that stuff i love october josh i love it it's one of my favorite times of year um so but we want to start wrapping up want to start getting out of here so uh want to remind you we do have a fearscape media network app that you can download on google play store it's super awesome it's an easy hub for all access to all the fearscape media network uh, shows, you know, like Mysteries of the Dark, like we have talked about, Ghosts in the Attic, Bodies in the Basement, uh, Memories of Cain, Wishful Drinking, Binge Thinking, um, all that stuff. So, well, no, peer, peer Beyond the Veil, which oh, God, I love, I love him, man. His voice, <laughs> it just soothes me. Um, but lots of good stuff. Uh, but we're gonna get into our final segment uh, of the show, which is Encounters from the Fearscape. All right, Encounters from the Fearscape. This week, Josh, I've got a story that comes from a listener named Brooke. And uh, Brooke comes from the uh, wonderful state of Arkansas, uh, colloquially known as Arkansas. Um, and uh, so here's a short but brief story, but it's let's just take a listen. I woke up at 3 a.m. last night and I see shadow figures in the corner of my bedroom. And as it moved to different directions, I all of a sudden seen four figures. Now, I got to admit, there's not much that I can do looking at these spirits or whatever they are. But for some reason, I'm not afraid of it. It's just unsettling that I even see these and I experience their manifestation where I can see them. Now, even my kids and my cat sees them. These shadow figures do keep their distance, so I'm not afraid of them at all. However, I'm sure that these spirits, that these spirits know that I'm recovering from emergency spine surgery I just had two weeks ago. And so I'm just guessing that maybe these things are just checking in to see how I'm doing. However, at night, it's unsettling, okay? It's nighttime. That's supposed to be my, my, supposed to be my calm time, but oh hell, it is what it is. I, I guess if they keep showing up, I'll just try to wave high. Wow. Yeah, I i am glad you're not scared, but I would have I would have run from the room. Personally. Um that that would've freaked me out, especially, you know, if it wasn't a night hag thing where I'm not paralyzed and I can tell myself, Oh, you're just seeing stuff. Yeah. I'm seeing that. But I mean at the same time she did have spine surgery so i guess yeah, she really. can't move um and the cats and the kids like everybody's like hey come on in here we hey yeah. hey guys we got some shadow figures so come on in um it's you like, are it's like a much braver like a, than i it's like a puppet show <laughs> i guess but brooke you are much braver than i uh even uh when it's spirits that i know whether it be a past relative or not I still still get scared after all these years of all my paranormal experiences I am still the first person to squeal and s- scream and run <laughs> um, I don't know why it's a trigger it's just a natural reaction for me to get the hell out so I'm not very good on a ghost hunt get out
1: of my house
3: oh, if I heard that I would burn the house down <laughs> like if I heard it audibly oh, man. Waverly would be done they wouldn't have so, anything to build upon.
2: So, I shouldn't record it into a voice box and then hide it somewhere in your apartment.
3: Oh no! Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I got a baby coming, and I do not <laughs> want to have to buy things again for a second time because I have burnt down the entire apartment complex. <laughs> though I do have renter's insurance. Yeah. No. So
2: do you have do you have arson insurance though
3: it's not it's not arson it was i was protecting myself it was <laughs> it was self-defense self-defense anyways josh we're just rambling on um thank <laughs> you real guys quick. go what real quick.
2: sorry i just want to since it's the debrief the, the debrief <laughs> is it uh is debrief on the other side of defense
3: oh you you couldn't have used that one with chris plane <laughs> that was say defense. that was deplorable <laughs> so In his defense. Um, no. Uh Chris Plain, I'm sorry. Uh Chrissy, you too. (laughs) Uh, anyways, it is October. So I just wanted to say to everyone, happy spooky season. This is our favorite time of year. You know we love it. So y'all gotta stay spooky, okay? But we're gonna get out of here. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for tuning into Fearscape Paranormal Podcast here on the Fearscape Media Network. I have been your host and stefan that's me not and me and i just want to remind you guys it's it's about to start getting darker so that means keep your eyes on the skies
2: and uh the truth the truth is happening right now
1: right now
3: josh not follow very not even his own (laughs) script uh and it's getting cooler out there so hold those blankets extra tight because things tend to get spooky when you're listening to fearscape good night everybody good night we hope you have enjoyed this guidepost on the road of high strangeness with us. And we thank you, as always, for listening and joining our caravan to the weird and unknown. Please consider supporting us as we continue our journey to find the answers we all seek. FearscapePodcast.com forward slash support.